Hey, I'm Molly. Hey, I'm Matt. I used to run an event planning business in Saskatoon, but moved away a year and a half ago. And I miss creating, especially with Matt. I own MJ & Co., an internationally award-winning photography company. And I did not move away, but I miss Molly too. (laughs) We are creating a podcast because we miss creating together. We'll talk about owning a business and giving it up, family life, friends, and everything in between. On this episode, we're going to talk about teams, collaboration, why you should maybe hire instead of not, and, well, actually, my biggest fear of hiring. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about personality types. Enjoy! Molly, why did you tell me to hire people versus just subcontracting? Why? Um, I think you get more ownership out of out of people, like when you commit to them as being like on your team as a consistent employee versus on contract, like project by project. I think financially it's smarter um, in the industry that we were in, like in the event and, and photography industry, to probably work by contract. But I think the 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 um, productivity of your team is just better when it's consistent and it's like day every day you go into work and you do the thing. Um, that's just what I found. And so why do you think you, you, do, you, do, you just photog- get deeper with them in the photography industry? People don't typically do this. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. small business industries that don't hire people. Why don't like, what do you think people like? Why do you think people don't do that or avoid it? Like, like hire help in general actual employees not just contractors but like actual employees i think it's the financial side to it like i think it's it's expensive to have employees you have to pay the government you have to like pay them consistently um my thing was in the event world i wanted full-time employees and actually they were on salary with me and with benefits they got paid better than I did. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, not kidding. Um, <laughs> I... Yeah, you went, you went on like mat leaves and stuff too, which is... Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, what mat leaves? I Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I... Um, what was the question? <laughs> Why people don't get employees? Like, and yeah, like when you said people are... The financial part of it is like... I know that was a big thing for me. I think even getting a, my first leased space was like the same thing, the same feeling of like yeah. ooh, increasing monthly overhead. Yeah. Like, and I think I know what I was going to say. I, in the event industry anyway, and, and actually in the photography industry too, like a lot of your jobs are, are booked um, a year out. And for, for me, like my staff would be planning an event a year out. And so having them on salary, having them like a, a committed full-time employee um, proved to me that they weren't looking for work anywhere else and I wasn't going to lose them and they weren't going to, you know, go find a better job with, you know, more consistency and and stability um, if they were just on contract. It it kept them on my team and devoted to the events, which was obviously super important. Um, and for my clients to have consistency between the people planning the events, I think if your staff changes multiple times throughout an event over a year, that is not does not look good to the client. And I, it, yeah, I imagine especially for weddings, like brides, yeah, like and brides love absolutely. the person. And they they definitely attach themselves to 
to the wedding planner because that's your like partner in planning. So, um, especially if your last name is in the business, like Lux. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That made it, that actually made it a little bit tough to, excuse me, to offset my, um, or to, to hand kind of the events over to my team because they weren't, um, me. And I, you know, I just, I worked really hard to make their processes and to, 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 tell the client that like they are trained and they are, they, I'm, I'm overseeing every single event and they've been trained to handle every situation like I would. So, um, that's why I think it's really important to hire full-time employees instead of contract contracted staff. But I mean, I had two full-time employees and, but I would hire contracted staff just for the event day. So like the hands to, put the tablecloths on and to like do the flowers and to, you know, event manage people um, just because we plan some really big events. So uh, I was at my quarterly training or planning. And one of the things we talked about was um, in the planning, you do this thing called like differentiating catalysts or something like that. I think it was or just like underlying factors that are really unique about your business that make you stand out. That was actually one of the things was like, we have real employees and a real, like, and a studio where mm-hmm. we come to work and work. And mm-hmm. when I asked my, my, my team that question, they were like, oh man, we, like the one answer was uh, capacity or production capacity. Like we could, we could crush out so much more work together. Um, yeah. You could do like a, anything in the video world, anything in the photography world, because you have the space. And I think that's really rare in your industry. Yeah. And like where we're just getting to is like my team have skills that are better than mine. Yeah. And like, there's, there's things I can do, but then there's, it's like, I'm really proud to be like, Oh, this person can do it. And not only can they do it, they're doing it better than I am. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I'm, I'm just seeing the benefits of that. Now the team part, like higher. And I think it's, I've been better, like, better than you. I, yeah. Well, in the first the first way I was hiring was people to do things that I was doing to help eat, right. like get me doing, um, you know, spending more time with clients or whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm editing a photo shoot, I can't go actually photograph a new one. So now mm-hmm. that was where it started. So then I had people doing something I did. So it was like always comparative to my skill set. And so my editor mm-hmm. now is really awesome and great. Um, and but now it's like now as our team's grown there's skill sets that i wasn't doing at all and so like editing video i can do it but uh my team i have two video editors and they're like i can hand them and in certain parts of that they're like completely better than me um yeah so the biggest hold up i would say in that is like i'm still the one photographing or filming it and so they weren't there necessarily on site to film it and that's one of the things i'm learning is if my editor was on site while it was being filmed their be editing easier. process is even better. And so that's interesting. Seeing the full picture, like the full story. Yeah. Um I I think it's so important to hire to your weakness. Um and I think there can be some staff that can just help you with like simple tasks and take stuff off your plate. But I think if you really want to grow, um figuring out where you're lacking in skill and like the things that you really want to keep doing in your business and the the things that you want to stop doing and hiring, hiring that out. I think, I think one really big thing I learned when I hired staff was, um, that you will no longer be doing 
all the things you love. So let's say I love doing design. I, that's one of the things that just didn't make sense for me to do for every single client was like actually do the nitty gritty design. Like we would do the big picture and we would do the big brainstorm and I would, you know, we would agree on the direction of the, of the design, but I wasn't the one pulling the pieces to put together like the nitty gritty of the design. And, so and like, that was something that I, I held so on to for a really long time. Going from like a Pinterest board to actually like an order form from the rental shop, like that nitty gritty no, part. More so like going from like the client's Pinterest board to the direction that their wedding or event was going in. Um, So we would, you know, we had a design platform that we used and we'd pull inspiration and we'd we'd pretty much refine what their idea of their wedding was, but into something that we could actually deliver um, and present it to them. And that was a whole process. Um, So doing the nitty gritty of like pulling those pieces, like I just couldn't. I couldn't hang on to that anymore. It wasn't productive for me or my team. And there was and then my team got better at it than I did and we would all like I said have oversight on the direction but we wouldn't be doing the little things. And so that took a long time for me to let go. But I think it's just inevitable you will be doing things that you don't want to do but you're also going to not be doing things that you do want to do. Hmm. It's true. It's totally true. Yeah. Um, so this whole episode's about collaboration, yeah. Which we kind of started with team. Um, it's how we met was literally collaborating mm-hmm. on a project. That was I sat in a coffee shop with you, mm-hmm. um, which led to the are, restyle are you, the dress photo shoot. <laughs> are you a collaborative person? Like in your nature, hundred percent. Like, are you extrovert? Hundred percent. I'm no. I'm like. 50-50 introvert extrovert. I have learned pull, so pulling myself out of my my job and my so my event planning company and moving to Toronto and I'm now working for somebody else um which I've never in my life worked for somebody else which is a challenge in itself. Um <clears throat> I the, the role that I've been doing for the last year has not been very collaborative. I would say it's very much I stay in my lane and I do my work and I go home. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I feel as though I'm not being used to my full potential. And I, you know, had a conversation with my my boss and we, I, w- over many, many, I, many I late I hope nights. she listens to this. I, I hope she doesn't. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've both realized that, you know, I need a team. I'm a good leader. I need that collaboration. My best ideas are realized when I can speak to somebody about it and verbalize it. And so I am getting a team. Um, I have a team that is across Canada, but they are at different sites. And so I collaborate with them virtually. Um, but the team that actually helps me produce the work that we're producing um, day to day. I'm getting a team for that because that's really important. I love collaborating. It is so important to me. I just think two heads are better than one. And just to bounce ideas off of someone and get down to the why we're doing it, I just, it's very important to me. Are you a collaborative person? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much. (laughs) I found, I found I like, I really like being on the top level of it though. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm someone's in someone's, project as like a part um just doing whatever they say like I don't know if that's kind oh. of your feeling but like when that's yes that's my, exactly when that's my, what I'm feeling 
when that's my role, I like, I feel See like later. I'm, I'm shriveling up. I agree. And I'm actually, a lot inside. of a lot of what we do as a photography company, anytime we work for an ad agency, that's how I feel. Because I'm not mm. doing the creative, I'm not in charge of anything other than taking this iStock photo they got from iStockphoto.com. <laughs> that's, you know, and then trying to re- uh. remake it with some, I want to I wanna swear, crappy, um, uh, what's the word, like, twist like oh it needs right you know like i'm gonna give you a real example this is for a city i've worked with i won't say which city um they needed these covers for this uh project (laughs) and it's like we need a black dad and a white well no asian mom and then a down (sighs) syndrome baby like and i'm like oh my god would you want a white like is this just like you pick and choose your pieces like this isn't real like Right. And you're so real and honest. Yeah. Like, this is the stupidest thing. Like, I'm all for showing diversity, but like, for the sake of, I mean, and I think that's probably corporate BS, but you know. Yeah, for sure. It's hitting their diversity. Yeah. And it's like, I think with this one photo shoot in particular, they're like, we need someone with a special need. And I was like, and I, and I found someone with autism or something. It's like, oh, well, like you need to be able to see it in the photo. And I was like, uh, I was just like, I can't. I, I can't. was like, this is just kids playing at a playground. Like, is it okay if? Yeah, yeah. If That's I just I'm like, this is just funny. I'm like, you yeah. know, like if they want to show off, like let's say it's like a wheelchair accessible thing, then yeah, you should have someone in a wheelchair or whatever. But uh, super super funny and that's where I feel like yeah. I'm not I'm not a creative I'm a button pusher I completely agree I was working on this event um I <clears throat> there was a lot of red flags before I even got the contract I should have just listened to my gut and cut it off but it was a really high profile event it was you know going to be really financially great for our company um I took it on um they almost they found out the company was in Toronto, actually, and it's when I lived in Saskatoon. And they heard I was pregnant and almost didn't hire me. That should have been my first red flag. But I actually ended up firing them after the event because I literally was – they dictated every single thing that needed to happen that day. And we needed to get it to them, like, within 10 minutes. And my team was literally just pumping out documents and – there was absolutely no creative piece to it. I didn't have any say in the direction the event was going. It all came from headquarters. And it sucked us like a like it was it couldn't have been farther from the type of client that we usually take. And I'm so mad I I ended like we did take it and the event was fine, but it was I I could not do that again. <laughs> I think those, and that's how I those feel. Those are the moments my, those are the yeah. moments that shape us to the value of money. And like it, how much you yeah. have to give up, like it helps you hold the line. Like if it's all about the money, you'll, it doesn't matter, but it yeah. goes to prove like, it's not all about the money. It's like about working with people that you mm-hmm. love uh, helping. Yeah. So, and, and sometimes you have to take those jobs that pay the bills. Um, but there's a, I think there's a line and you, you should try not to cross it. <laughs> yeah. I know there's, there's lots of wet, uh, photographers. They like hate photographing weddings and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Don't do them if you don't mm-hmm. like them, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you got to love what you do. 
And that's what I'm finding with my, my work. I think we'll leave advisory boards to the next episode because I think we can just dig in. Um, I was just going to say the, um, the current work that I'm doing, I just not being able to create it from the ground up. It has been such a struggle. Um, but now that we are with the coronavirus and everything that's happening in the world, we're moving our program online. Um, and I'm actually creating this from the ground up and it has been so rewarding. And I think that is the absolute key to my happiness is the collaboration and building something from scratch and for it to come from me and not handed over by someone else. I think that's what kind of you were getting at, like doing, do the stock photo exactly as it looks like, like, but we can't use that stock photo because it needs to, we need to own it. So just recreate it for us. Yeah. Just soul sucking. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was kind of our collaborations team podcast. Um, anything you want to add before we sign off? Hmm. Do a personality test. Do a personality test and you'll learn what kind of person you are. There's this one, I can't remember the name of it. There's four letters. I'm an ENTP. And it's, Uh, there's, there's two variables. I'm an an ENTP. Oh, that's hilarious. That's Uh, why we like each other. So there's, the math of it, there's, there's only one variable. So E can be I. Extrovert. E means extrovert or introvert. And it's a spectrum, but it makes 16 types of personalities. And so if you Google that, you can do a test and it'll give you some insight onto who you are, what you like. And so I'm And what team members would work. Yeah. I did a... I did one of these tests years ago and it like, it pointed out that I love working with people more than by myself. And so mm-hmm. that was before mm-hmm. I, that was like over a decade ago I did that and it like set mm-hmm. the stage of like the way I've approached everything. That's why MJ and co is an MJ and co like yeah. it was mattramage.com so or Matt Ramage photography. Yeah. And so, um, my husband pers- and I, Brent did the personality test that ENTP, uh, whatever it's called. Um, <clears throat> before we moved to Toronto because we wanted to know like exactly the way the other person worked and why making certain decisions would frustrate the other one. Like we predicted, you know, moving, moving our two kids and our dog into a city that, uh, you know, away from our community. And like I was giving up my business and he was stopping working and he's going to school. We had a lot of stress um, on our family or we were predicting we'd have a lot of stress on our family. Turns out, change is amazing and the move was amazing and we really like leaned into it I think um it's been really positive for us but um what we found is that we could not be farther that we are like I think there's like 16 different types but we are like the furthest on each side so he's an ISFJ yeah exactly you know what's funny Crystal's an ISFJ no way and and, and op- the opposites do attract. They they truly do. And and we did it with um Jolene Watson. Um she's in Saskatoon, she's great, but she does it for she does it for couples and it's not like any sort of therapy. It's not like if you're having issues, go to her. She's not a therapist. She's a personality like she knows personalities. Um, and we talked through, like, for instance, before we moved, I needed to pl- have a plan. Like I needed to picture where we were gonna live. And what um, our house was going to look like and what the routine would be in order for me to feel comfortable with the move. And whereas Brent's like, 
can't plan past five minutes ahead of him and doesn't want to. He feels stressed if he has to. We just couldn't be be more It'll be great, babe. Babe, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Does Crystal do that? Yeah, we're like, it's funny because actually, well, you know, I don't know. I feel like personalities are complex, but I'm like, if we do anything like family trip related, I'm like, what's the plan? What are we doing? We're going to go spend time together. And I'm like, no, but like, what what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, we'll, you know, and it's just like, she's happy to not make any concrete plans. And I'm like, no, we're going to do this and that. You don't have to stick to the plan necessarily, but I like prefer to have a plan. So see, we, we, change um personalities when we travel so i go from like let's not have a plan and he's like let's plan because we need to get the most out of the day it's really interesting we've realized that brent's favorite phrase is to like sum up his personality type is i don't know we'll figure it out and it's like could not be more (laughs) frustrating for me (laughs) so anyway i would highly highly recommend doing the personality test with your partner and figuring out like why they do certain things. So many things made sense um, to me after we did it together. So there's one, do it for your partner and for your team. Here's a, here's a resource I've used in the past. You can, you can take this test at a mint, like a bunch of different places, but one that's good is 16 personalities.com. Oh, nice. uh, It's one six personalities.com and it'll give you, you can do a free test there. So love it. All right. Well, I think uh, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Chat soon.